Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos, and in this episode, we're going to be reviewing Bird Box, Bandersnatch, and Escape Room. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Um, we're not even like a minute into the episode and I've already offended our guest because <laughs> I didn't put him in the intro. But you know what? It is what it is. Uh, Noah, it is. welcome back. Hey, it's good to be back. I thought you were going to let me do the intro with you, but you just went along. I saw his face and he was waiting. He was like, and I'm no. Oh, I'm not doing it. I'm no. <laughs> It's okay. It's it's uh, it's funnier than it happened that way. <laughs> See, this and is my name is Noah. <laughs> this is why we should talk before you know. But um, yeah. th- that just happens all the time with us. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, we just kind of don't plan things, and then no, we don't. It just it falls apart. But you know, it, it works out so most of the time. Much. Yeah, exactly. Watched so that much. movie the other day. Um, yeah. great movie. I love that movie. It's so funny. Boo, you whore. Yeah, yeah thank you, Enrique. Um. <laughs> Yeah, we got um, some Netflix things to talk about today, um, and some very popular Netflix things to talk about today, mm-hmm. and I'm not quite sure why, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. We'll see how we think about it. Um, but before we get into all of that, we have some trailers, question mark, to talk about. We have yeah. one full-on trailer and one teaser. Uh, we're gonna oh, yeah, st- yeah. We'll start with the actual trailer, because I think... That's the more recent thing. So, well, they're both pretty recent, but whatever. We're going to start with the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Yeah. The trailer is awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing that I, the thing that I wanted to get out of this trailer was Jake Gyllenhaal. And I yeah. got that and he looks awesome. Yeah. So I'm satisfied 100% by this trailer. You could have just had those scenes in the trailer and I would have been all in. Um, but other than that, it's still a good trailer. Uh, Noah, what do you think? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I love the trailer. It's great. It shows all lots of interesting things about the the movie. One thing I think is hilarious is how they just kind of ignore the fact that everything has to be resolved in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like Nick Fury's back, Spider Man's back. He's like going on this school trip, and no one seems to be concerned, or at yeah. least in in the in the universe that they've shown us. Mm-hmm. Like everything is seemingly back to normal or it takes place between the infinity war and homecoming which is a possibility but i don't know possibility (laughs) thank you enrique um that one cuts off for some reason don't know why um but yeah i'm not gonna lie that uh, fundamentally slightly annoys me but Mm. at the same time it's like they're in a weird situation with the spot with the sony marvel thing so i don't really Mm -hmm. blame anybody it's just how it worked out yeah. Uh, where they wanted to release this movie, and it's this isn't one of those movies like uh, Infinite or not in, like an Endgame where you literally mm-hmm. could just not mar- market the movie and it would still make money. Yeah. Like Spider Man would do well, but mm-hmm. they still have to market this movie. Yeah. Uh, so I don't blame them. And um, yeah, I think they did a good job of giving us enough setup for the plot mm-hmm. without going too too much into detail. I yeah. don't really have a grasp on who the actual villain is. 
Yeah, which is nice. I like that I don't know that. I've I'm seen sure. Theories. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. It's gonna be Venom. Shut it's up. <laughs> uh, Eddie. <laughs> uh, Venom like was. A turd in the wind. Yeah, Venom was a villain of all of movies last year. So, um, yeah, I, but I, I like that we don't know, and I'm sure they'll. I'm sure in the next couple trailers they will yeah. tell us. But for now, I like not knowing and. Um, I think overall it's just a re- well-constructed trailer. Yeah. The one criticism I saw that I kind of like, it's its a bit of an annoying criticism, but I also kind of understand where it's coming from is, are we just going to have Marissa Tomei be like googly, <laughs> like everyone, all the male characters are just going to oogle at her in the every scene? It looks like <laughs> love at first sight to me. Thank you, Enrique. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because like literally this is like, <laughs> Again, yeah. where another uh, male character is just gazing at her and like making ugly eyes at her. I don't know. It's just a weird thing, but I and it's a bit of an annoying complaint. But at the same time, I get it because that's true. Uh, why? Why are we doing yeah. this again with another character? Yeah, uh, the ma- me too. <laughs> wow, Enrique. Um, but yeah. So, anything else on this trailer? Uh, I mean, I have a theory. If oh, you guys want to. Go for it. So um, my theory, which I tweeted today, I thought, I think that uh, Mysterio is going to be like a lot like Syndrome was in The Incredibles where he's like setting up these things so that he can defeat them. Because we didn't, we saw like a bunch of different like, they're like elemental mm-hmm. things. One was like water and one was like fire. And one was, I like, like this theory. Smoke. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that because mysterious thing is illusions, I think that like he mm-hmm. creates these these illusions, um, so that he can defeat them and like be like a superhero. Or that something. that would be a fun way for them to take it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Um, the last thing I have is uh, Zendaya. Oh yeah, I, I did not like her in Homecoming mm-hmm. at all, um, and I was hoping they would start like moving away from that character. But I think mm-hmm. they're just really leaning into it now. Not a, uh, we'll see how it goes. I, don't know. I like it. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> all right. Um, the other trailer that I want to talk about. Um, and all right. First of all, I'm going to talk about this because it's Game of Thrones. Game the second of Thrones. Coming. But second of all, you know I'm going to talk about this because I've been telling you all exactly what was going to happen. And mm-hmm. I was right. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking I'm going to be double right because I told you the best time for them to release this trailer was with True Detective Season 3. When did we get this trailer? Mm-hmm. True Detective Season 3. Mm-hmm. And it was just a teaser. So there's still an opportunity for my second prediction of the Super Bowl to be right as well. So yeah, I, can definitely see I think Bowl. we might get a full trailer with footage at the Super Bowl. And I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, that being said... This teaser, I think, for something that has most likely no footage at all from the season coming up, I I mean, it was really chilling. I really liked what they did with it. Um, There's already, I mean, there's tons of people theorizing about all of it. And it's just like, really, it's a teaser that has nothing to do with the season coming up. But, you know, to speculate away, I guess. Um, I I just really liked it. And I can't wait for the show to come back. It needs to be April already. Um, yeah, I, I, for some reason, I thought we already knew the exact date, but I guess this was them announcing the exact date. Maybe I would just like read too many rumors about when the show's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, you, you watch Game of Thrones, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. Of course. So, yes. Um, yes. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. 
and we'll of course be talking about it on the podcast uh, most likely every week yeah Yeah. (laughs) so um be on the lookout for that and if you don't watch well then you've got a couple months to catch up uh Mm -hmm. and it is possible it's definitely possible (laughs) it is possible uh enrique uh, can attest to this where um we, I, I went to Michigan to see some family over um, a bit of a Christmas break type thing. When we left, it was or the day before we left yeah. to come back home, the 28th, <laughs> we convinced our uncle and his family to start watching Game of Thrones. Um, they, they finished by the 6th of January. What the it's fr- so fast. That's, yeah. that, that's an impressive pace. Like, I'm not mm. saying that everyone should watch it at that pace. You probably yeah. shouldn't. It's not a good idea. You Life's will have. Uh, <laughs> you got to digest that. Um, but, but uh, it is possible. Uh, there's plenty of time for you to catch up on this show, is my point. Um, and that being said, um, I might talk about True Detective at some point. Uh, if I can convince Ozzy to watch it, definitely we'll be talking about it. But. No way. Uh, yeah, if not, then Enrique, uh, catch up so we can talk about it. Possibly. All right. Uh, let's move on and talk about the movie that took the internet by storm for some reason. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me start off by saying I think this is a good movie. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have any problems with this movie. I really think it's a good, fun, little thriller-type horror movie. Um, but... But... Um, I don't understand why this of all movies was the one that took off for Netflix. I'm yeah. sorry that people are so jealous of me. <sighs> but I can't help it that I'm popular. That's exactly <laughs> what they're saying right now. Like, yeah. I, I don't get it. I think I, I've been talking to uh, Chucky who did the original review. He was the first one of the Screenfells team to review this movie because he reviewed it on the website. And I asked him, I was like, why is this movie of all movies popular? And he's like, I think it's mostly just the A Quiet Place thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it reminds people so much of that movie, which was extremely popular. Yeah. And they just checked it out. And I, I think that's certainly a factor. I don't know if it's the whole thing, but it's just, it's crazy to me. Um, it just seems like the perfect storm, I guess. It reminds me, I hate to make this comparison because I think that the product is better but it reminds me of the Stranger <laughs> Things thing, oh, where it's just yeah. like it took took off, yeah. and it kind of just came out of nowhere. But it was like the perfect storm of events and material for just the culture to just absorb this thing. Yeah. And then, of course, our meme culture on top of it yeah. uh, really put this movie over the edge. But uh, Noah, what did you think of this movie? Yeah, I mean, when I, I heard like a rumor that like Netflix was making fake Twitter accounts to talk about it, and I was like, I kind of believed it. Really? Because after I saw it, yeah, I, I apparently it's been disproven. Okay. But um, I don't know how you would do that. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's an unusually um, viral movie. I would say I saw a bunch of like you know, it's it's also really good, easy to talk about because yeah. I could not I could not tell you how many videos I saw where it's like. The ending of Bird Box explained. And it's why? Like, I don't get why it needs an explanation. It doesn't, it doesn't need an explanation. Like, I, they're just trying to generate, like, yeah. adverb. And you Go exactly. I don't even. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, I'm just going to get this out of the way. We're, we're comparing it to A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place is so much better than yes. this movie. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Do we want to go into, like, uh, Pros and cons. Yeah, let's do it. Let's I mean, do it. Let, yeah. Let's just get right into positives. I, yeah. 
I think Sandra Bullock is really good here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like her best performance by any means. Nope. Um, but she is really good, and she's a great lead for this um, this movie. I think the overall story is just it's a good sci-fi supernaturally type setup, mm-hmm. and it's really simple. And yes, it's very derivative of a few other things. But mm-hmm. as I've said on this podcast many times i don't think that's inherently a bad thing if you do it well it doesn't matter i don't care if you got it from somewhere else um and i I just i enjoyed my time watching this movie that's the bottom line like i think it's a good thriller it has some good uh sequences of you're on the edge of your seat you do care relatively about these characters so i think it's a good it's just a good, solid movie. Um, yeah. But what positives do you have now? Um, yeah, I mean, you kind of nailed it. I think that the uh, the premise is the best thing this movie has yes. going for it. There's these monsters that you, if you look at, you'll kill yourself. Or if you're, um, I guess they explain it, like if you have some sort of uh, mental problem, you can look at it, but it makes you want to make other people look at it. Mm-hmm. Which was an interesting mm-hmm. premise, and I'm kind of... A little bit confused about the implication there. Like, what are they? What exactly yeah. is the filmmaker implying with that? Um, but yeah, I mean, Sandra Bullock gives a great performance. I think John Malkovich, the other mm-hmm. uh, big actor, does uh, very well. Um, yeah, that's that's really all I can say. I mean, I you know, it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. I uh, Sarah Paulson's in this movie as well not for as long as um, some of the other characters but um, (laughs) uh, I I think they uh, do a good job in the limited time they have with uh, her and uh, Sandra Bullock on screen screen of setting up some good chemistry there you buy that they're uh, sisters and they have a good Mm -hmm. relationship as uh, fractured of a person as Sandra Bullock's character is Um, they, they do a good job of establishing all of that um, but yeah, it's what, what before we move into fully into negatives, I don't know if this will be on your negatives, but what do you think of the kids' performances? Oh, I mean, I it's not even fair, man. I yeah. don't think it's fair to judge kid actors, they yeah, uh, yeah. I, mean, I don't think they're the worst kid actors in the world, like, I've seen much yes. worse kid performances. Yes, I think they behaved in a way similar to kids who have been raised not knowing what strawberry tastes like. <laughs> Which yeah. is a whole thing. <laughs> so pretty bland. They don't yeah. really ever do anything. That's true. They're kind of just, you know. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. very confused as to why Machine Gun Kelly was in this movie, but, you know, that's a whole other discussion. Um, anyway. <laughs> <My> beard's weird. <laughs> nice. His beard was weird. All right. Anyway, let's move on to negatives. Um, I think that there's some moments where characters just do things that... Mm-hmm don't make any sense. <laughs> really, it's frustrating to watch at times where these characters are just being ridiculous. And John Malkovich's character, I agree that he gives a solid performance. Like, mm-hmm. he's not the problem. But yeah. I think his character is written so, like, on the nose. <laughs> like yeah. It's really like, he is this, he, like, you want... Every character they wanted to be like a certain stereotype in these kind of movies. It's true. <laughs> and yeah. John Malkovich's yeah. character definitely fits a very particular one. And you're just like, y- you don't even make sense right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, they... The whole setup for why you're so angry doesn't make sense right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but they they definitely yeah. fall into the very a lot of tropes when it comes to like a post apocalyptic a post apocalyptic survival mm-hmm. group sort of thing where they have this kind of character and this kind of mm-hmm. character and this one and this and it's like the whole Walking Dead thing where there's just a rotating a revolving door of different you know yeah. character tropes Smoke and they the just mirrors, kind of, guys welcome to the movie factory what well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and they just kind of like have their handful of cliches and they throw them in there and it doesn't, it's, the the movie I just felt was kind of bland in presentation. Mm-hmm. I think um, when, if we're going to compare it to A Quiet Place again, um, A Quiet Place had this world that they seemed to build where the um, the antagonists being these creatures that can, hunt through uh, their sound and some echolocation or something forced them to adapt in really creative ways. Like they had sand that they walked on. Mm -hmm. They, you know, cooked food a certain way. That was all very interesting. And, you know, these characters, they just kind of put a blindfold on their head and that's, that's their, that is their way they combat the, uh, the thing, which is just kind of like not as interesting to watch. And like, it's, it's yeah, but it's weird because like, I don't, I don't know if I would have wanted more explanation or anything like that. Like, yeah. I'm fine with them being very vague about these creatures and oh, yeah, what no, they are. That's totally fine, yeah. Um, but you're right. There could have been more, a little bit more to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, it does lead to some very cool sequences. Like, the yeah. car sequence is the really good. The car sequence is fascinating. Yeah, right? it's really good. <laughs> Even though it did kind of feel like an ad for yeah. <laughs> the new true. Subaru SUV yeah. with the sensors. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Um, yeah, yeah, but there's it leads to some interesting stuff, but not quite enough. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I think. Um, what did you feel about the way they structured this movie with the narrative? Um, I because mean, it's told out of order. I think that's very important yes. to note. Um, it's like they flash back, they flash forward. Mm-hmm. There's kind of uh, it's not streamlined, which I yes. thought that. My my mom hates when I bring her up on the podcast, but I'm gonna say it anyway. My mom hates those kind of movies generally. Yeah. She hates when movies go out back back and forth and are jumping around. But she watched this movie because everyone on God's Green Earth watched this movie for some reason. Yeah. Um, and she really enjoyed it, and it didn't bother her. So yeah. I, I was wrong in assuming that some people were going to be annoyed by that. Uh, but it didn't really bother me. But I have heard some complaints about it. What did you think? Yeah, I mean. Uh, I liked in in certain ways it sort of elevated uh, one part of the story will elevate the other as they sort of you know there's there's the question who's like in the beginning you're like who are these kids and then as you sort of like get more information in the past you kind of figure out you know the relationship she had with this woman who was pregnant and then she like adopted the kid yeah um, we're doing spoilers right I sure. mean the, the movie's been out and people everyone's seen it everyone's okay seen spoilers it, yeah. from here so, on out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so it's it's kind of fun how they, you know, reveal information in the first part and that sort of like impacts your viewing in the second part. And yeah. that being said, the general like if you just looked at the first part, I could do without that. Like uh-huh. the, and anything that happens in the first part aside from one really good sequence, yeah. I didn't care about. It was just kind of like it felt like any post-apocalyptic, you know, movie because mm-hmm. they're all just kind of in the house, except yeah. for when they venture out that one time, and when the new guy um, sort of 
kills half of them. <laughs> Those yeah. two scenes in like half the movie, in like that half of the movie, are really the only kind of like important sequences yeah. that I feel like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and that's a bit of a thing that a lot of movies that do this, just they do it because they know that their movie isn't necessarily entertaining for half of it. So yeah. you intercut <laughs> it with more entertaining parts of your movie. So the yeah. whole thing feels a little bit more mysterious and entertaining. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't blame them for that, but it's worth noting. <laughs> yeah. It definitely uh, would be a lot. It would be very boring if they did it like, yeah, you know, just, just straightforward. Yeah, just straightforward. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Do you have anything else or do you want to just rate this movie and move on? Um, I mean, just going back to what I said about like, not only do I not think that they had a lot of creative solutions to their problem, um, I just didn't really think that a lot of the sequences didn't necessarily feel like they were like, cause this is a horror movie. It mm -hmm. didn't really feel like they uh, were trying as hard as they could to make it scary. Because when you have, like, a creature that is, you know, the idea that you can't look at it, mm -hmm. it's like, that's, you know, that that's scary. It's like mm -hmm. the fear of the unknown is is always yes. scarier than, like, any design for a creature they could mm -hmm. have had. And that's almost, that's honestly something that A Quiet Place kind of, you know, ruined in, in the beginning. Because you see the creature in the very beginning of that movie. Mm -hmm. And it kind of disappointed me that they were never really vulnerable and never really ran into a point where they were like almost looked at the monster. Mm -hmm. Like they were, there was never really any close calls. It was either they had the blindfold on and they were completely safe. Like when they have the blindfold on, their only threat a lot of the time, ex except for when they're dealing with um, the mentally handicapped who have, you know, are trying to get them to look at it. Mm -hmm. Their only threat when they have the blindfold on is like that they might trip. <laughs> and that's eh. not that scary. So I mean, I wish that there were more instances in which, you know, the fear that they might look or that there was like a lot of situations where, you know, I feel like this could have been more tense if the I, stakes were I think higher. they do with the kids, they do some interesting stuff yes. there where the kid like it kind of starts taking it off or yeah. at at points has has the blindfold off and yeah. she's rushing to try to get back to them. Yeah. And there's one sequence where they're walking and there's a bunch of voices happening and they're just trying to don't listen, don't listen. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. so there there's moments where I think they do nail it and but <clears> it's <throat> just not consistent in that aspect. So yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um and with the kids it's like I'm afraid for Sandra Bullock because I know she's afraid for the kids. So yes, it's like it's, it's sort of like a roundabout way of me relating mm -hmm. to the what's happening yeah. on screen. Uh, and last thing I'll say before we kind of rate it is uh, the I, I think there's some aspect as much again I, I think Sandra Bullock's character is somewhat like I, I felt for her yeah. and I think a lot of that has to do with because it's Sandra Bullock, but. I, I think that there's a lot of aspects of her character that are really underdeveloped mm -hmm. and honestly, like, annoying. <laughs> like, she calls the kids boy and girl. Like, that's the most, like, what? That's so dumb to me. Like, yeah. just give them names. Like, feels like such a stupid little thing. Yeah. But it just bothered me. Are they me. not our kids? One, one, of, them one of them is. And she's still uh, named 
Tim boy. Well, oh. she seems to be like, I mean, she's like. she She's a weird person in that respect. Like, yeah. she didn't really, like, she never really knew what she wanted to do with the kid, mm-hmm. even when this whole craziness was happening. But mm-hmm. it's still just didn't sit right with me. Like, yeah, odd. I don't know. But I will give, I'll give the movie props for having a pretty, you know, clear, you know, beginning and ending theme. Yeah. Like, it's like she's not, in the very beginning, she's pregnant, and she's not really, like, taking the whole thing seriously. Like, the nurse comments, she's like, you know you're pregnant, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is a child. You gotta take care of this thing. Yeah. And she kind of, like, you know, she doesn't really, she kind of brushes it off. But then, like, in the movie, she's, like, stating, yes, don't take my children. I'm their mother. Don't do it. Uh, yeah, I'm afraid for these kids or whatever. Even though she named them boy and girl, like, yeah. <laughs> like I, I'll give the movie props for that. Definitely. It has a very Definitely. clear theme, and it more or less sticks to it. All right. Well, let's rate this movie. Um, I, like I said at the beginning, I think this is a good movie. Um, I don't think it deserves the hype, but you know, Definitely these movies, the, this happens all the time. These movies go crazy. Um, some movies catch on for random reasons and then movies that should be seen are not, um, please see Transformers. You mean Bumblebee? Bumblebee, yeah. please see Bumblebee, please. Come on. I don't want, don't give Transformers back to Michael Bay. Just go see Bumblebee. Uh, uh, but anyway, needs to go well. um, yeah, the, again, I don't want my, uh, annoyance at the hype of this movie to interfere with the fact that this is a good movie and i'm giving this movie a 7.6 i think it's pretty good it's a pretty good movie and it's worth a watch on netflix i don't know about all the memes that generated (laughs) but um you know it is what it is Uh, also please don't do dumb things blindfolded uh no what about you uh i'll give it a a solid 6.8 i mean i just you know a little bit bland for my tastes i think yeah. Awesome. Well, let's move on to something that is much more interesting, <laughs> and that is uh, the Black Mirror movie Bandersnatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can we even call it a movie, though? Yeah, it's. I th- I've heard this debate about: is it a video yeah. game? Is it a movie? It's not. It's definitely not a video. It's game. not a video game. It's, if it's a video game, it's it's not a very good video game at all. <laughs> it's a. It's an experimental feature yeah. film. I think. It I think is. it is. You want to get nuts? Come on. <laughs> Okay. Um, I think this is. I, I think this is a bold move from Netflix, and I appreciated it. Do you I, have the bold move, Cotton soundbite? No, he uh, doesn't. No, he does not. Right. Well, um, that would have been a good time. To yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really do. Like this is something that I, I think Netflix is known for taking chances, and this might be one of the bigger ones that they've taken. Yeah. And it's really crazy how it works. Um, I was. It's. It's hard to like describe what I was expecting, mm-hmm. but I will say this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. This is such a strange experience, and uh, we are definitely going into spoilers? Question mark for this one. You can't. I mean, we uh, can't discuss like anything about this movie without. Yeah, like uh, it's it's hard. Uh, so if you yeah. haven't seen this or tried this, I would highly recommend it, um, yeah. and then. If you do come back and listen to this, because I think it's definitely worth a discussion at yeah. the very least. At the very, like, what we discussed would be our endings, and the way we discussed those would probably influence the decisions you might make. Exactly. So that's why I would say, like, it's not going to ruin your experience. No, not but at it's going to make you, you might hear, like, oh, I want to get that ending. Yeah. You might go into it not, like, you know, making a natural decision. Yeah. It's all 
part of the plan. Definitely. I don't uh, know. Okay. Sure. Um, I might want to just suspend your your for your uh, soundbite privileges. <laughs> No, I'm not a fan of the soundboard with Enrique at the helm. What, yeah. what, what is that? Right? Okay. I use it as my voice. Okay, your All bumblebee. Right. Yeah, <laughs> um, go see that movie, yeah, please. Um, anyway, <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your relationship with uh, Black Mirror? By the way, like, are you a huge um, Black Mirror guy? I'm not. A, I have not seen every episode of Black Mirror. Me either. Um, I've seen episodes here and there. Yes, I've seen episodes here and there, and I loved a lot of yes. those episodes. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like I, when I was watching it and like it starts getting into the uh, thing where he like he start he like is acknowledging that somebody is controlling him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was when I was like, OK, this is not at all what I was expecting to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But then as soon as I started thinking about him, like knowing this show and the episodes I have seen. Yeah. I should have expected this. Yeah. That, that <laughs> kind of like when you. You know, it, it kind of, it, it disappointed me in one way because it's like it means that this was made with a purpose. Yes. The fact that it's a choose your own adventure, it specifically ties into whatever the themes of this movie are, mm-hmm. and it kind of means for me that it was a one-off thing. Yes. And it means they won't. Be, I mean, they might do something similar. I think in, they'll in, experiment in, with it again. Yeah, or at least in non-traditional media on Netflix because mm-hmm. they can do that with their platform or whatever. Yeah. Um. But it was it was definitely like, I would say the gimmick ties into the actual mm-hmm. um, plot, not as much as I would like. I would say I think you know you could play this, you could I think you could play this this thing and not realize that he understands explicitly that he's being controlled. You think so? There there is a path where that's possible. You think? I think so. Like there is. Um, Let's see. There, there I, is I a, did this once, by the way. I know there's people who okay. have done this like multiple times. It I've all yeah. starts with the cereal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, there is. I, it's. It's like he thinks he's being controlled, but he doesn't outright have a relationship with you know, or like converse with you. Mm-hmm. You can avoid that in some way. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like if you tell him that like you're you know watching him on Netflix, that opens. <laughs> I up definitely a whole did thing. that once. Yeah. yeah, I did that one too. Um, but you can avoid that. And I liked the, I, I didn't, you know, it was, it was definitely interesting to see like the fact that, you know, he, or see like that fourth wall break where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're watching this show on Netflix, but it would have been a lot cooler to see like him continue to go on knowing that he's being more or less controlled. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like, like once he has that knowledge, you pretty much have an ending mm-hmm. right there. Like if you say Netflix, the movie pretty much ends. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you'll go on and you'll go in the therapist and you'll mm-hmm. tell the therapist that he's watching then she'll have that fight scene. Which and then you the either... Best that, the best whole, thing yeah, I got. It's, it's, oh, it's hilarious, <laughs> yeah. Or he'll jump out the window or he'll go out the door and the movie will end. Uh-huh. So it kind of doesn't really, like... It feels unfocused in, it, in a certain way. It's so hard to judge this movie. It's very, like... Because, like, it's so dependent on the options you choose. And I honestly... Yeah. The biggest negative I have with this thing... Because I enjoyed the mo- most of my experience with this. Because it was so unexpected for me. I, yeah. It was... It n- kind of threw me for a loop. Like, I w- didn't know what was happening. I was kind of, like, in awe of what they were doing. Because I was expecting just like minor decisions and blah blah blah. Like I, it's I don't know. I wasn't expecting this at all. But then 
the aspect that disappoints me and my negative with this is, and this might be different depending on your decisions, there's the ending, there is no ending. To yeah, this. that's the big, that's it's, the, yeah. I feel like I've basically like I took a line of uh, decisions and then it gets to a point and they say you can go back and change this decision because they yeah. do have a discussion about time and it's there's multiple outcomes in, mm-hmm. in the movie. They're having this discussion yes. probably when they're high, which is a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, and so they, they acknowledge that you can go back at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And it gets to a point where your only option is you can go back or you can just go to the credits and you're just like, well, I'm not satisfied with this ending because it's not really an ending. Mm-hmm. And then you just go back and it keeps bringing you back to a place where you're just like, I still don't feel like there is any resolution to this. Yeah. And I got to a point and this is the this is the negative. I got to a point where I just was bored with going back. Yeah, and I literally got to a point where it asked me if I wanted to go back again and change another decision, and I was just like, "No, there was an option to go to credits, and I went to credits. Well, that was that." Good. Yeah, it's that's the disappointing aspect to yeah. it to me. Like, it's just so the ending is unsatisfying and not yeah. in a good way because there is a way to make a movie have an ending that is ambiguous, and mm-hmm. some people call it unsatisfying. But this just felt really just. Flat out unsatisfying. Yeah, to me. it gives you. I don't. I think five or six abrupt, mildly unsatisfying, and just kind of meh endings. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a ha- there's a handful of endings like that are interesting, but they don't provide a resolution to any of the themes. Yeah. Or it's it's definitely like Black Mirror usually likes to say something, mm-hmm. or at least it likes to you know propose a question. Usually the question is hey, technology isn't that great. <laughs> um, but, you know, it usually makes you kind of, like, think a little bit at the end, like moral implications mm-hmm. and questions. But this, while very interesting to play through, is kind of just, it doesn't say anything. In in a lot of, you know, you kind of have to... It doesn't have a conclusion. There's no conclusion. There's yeah. no, there's really no questions being asked. It's kind of just... I, I don't know. There's some interesting discussion about yeah. free will and stuff like that, which yeah. I'm always, always been fascinated by that subject. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why I was enjoying my experience of it. But then it never, like again, never gets to a point where it has its opinion. Yeah, it just keeps like saying, "Look, this is kind of some of the discussion points, essentially." And yeah. you know. <laughs> Uh, here's some cool like tie-ins like in the science fiction type story yeah, and that's it. And like there's a bunch of like weird like storylines that it introduces where like he's been watched like his entire life and you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Like mm-hmm. maybe the dad has something to do with this and then like there's an option where you kill the dad and yeah, that doesn't even like bring any real answers. And I'm just like... And again, I'm sure that there's people who have played through this thing a billion times and have seen endings that give actual answers. No. I mean, I've, Maybe. I've looked at all the different Oh, really? Okay. You've done more investigation than I have, but yeah. I mean, I've, I, that's just, that's really disappointing to me then. Like, yeah. re, like, I think I get that the idea is you're trying to play this, um, this game. Yeah. You're, you're, you're trying, you want them to keep going back. That's the mm-hmm. idea. You want them to, at the end of it, have an option to go and change another decision. And mm-hmm. I get that because, you know, essentially Netflix wants you on their platform constantly. Mm-hmm. And this is a great way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Just to keep them going back and essentially rewatching your movie over and over again. Mm-hmm. 
but it has to have some sort of satisfying conclusion that is attainable <laughs> and yeah. it just it's not I it, don't know it it strikes me as um it's it's disappointing for me because they in the show or in whatever the thing is yeah. acknowledge that you are the one controlling this person's life mm-hmm. and that is kind of genius yes. like any any like story sort of like um choose your own adventure any video game like that if they did that that mm-hmm. would that would blow my mind like the fact that you as the player are or you as the watcher are dictating things as like like you are personally involved you're like a character in the story mm-hmm. like that's fascinating that's yeah. so cool it's such a cool idea and they don't do really anything with it yeah they make it into like a cheesy um sort of fourth wall break um part which mm-hmm. is just you know that's cool but it would have been so much better if you know, this, this it was just a little more linear. It, yeah. And I know they have restrictions with, you know, the fact that they have to film. I think they filmed a total of like five hours of filming, which, mm-hmm. you know, isn't that much, I don't think. You know, it's like two movies, two yeah. long movies. But it would have been a lot nicer if it was kind of from the get-go, instead of going back and changing things, it was just you. Mm-hmm. And as this guy is like nearing the completion of, you know, his video game, you are like making decisions, and I know I'm, it sounds like I'm describing the show or the thing, but it, it, in execution, it doesn't feel like this. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like I was helping him or hurting him in his endeavors to make the game. It was really like, do I want him to destroy his computer, or do I want him to not destroy his computer? Yeah, <laughs> which is like, yeah, it's very yeah. binary. And well, and there's one time when I literally click destroy the computer, and then the next decision it gives you one option, and it's like go back and not destroy the computer. Yeah. So what was the point? I, yeah. Honestly, what was the point of that? And it's just so frustrating sometimes. It's it's especially ironic because he doesn't have free will. Yeah. And neither do we. Yeah. <laughs> like we're making his decisions. Yes. And someone else is dictating the decisions that we can make for him. Yeah. At, which as, is like. <laughs> At at some points, an insane paradox. At like, some points, it does feel like it's one of those video games where you're just railroaded into making mm-hmm. like you have you have decisions, quote unquote. Yeah. But you're honestly just bulldozing towards one outcome. Yeah. That's what it feels like at times. I, in the end, I think this is a. I, I think this is a, a gimmick. It's a very entertaining at times gimmick. Mm-hmm. But it has so much potential, and I still yeah. think that the potential is there for them to do something else like this. Um, the, one, the only thing that like comes to the top of my head, like right off the top of my head, is Deadpool. If they did something with Deadpool like this, <laughs> that would be incredible. Be, yeah, I can see that. I think that. that could actually work. Now, would they ever do that? Uh, probably not uh, in unless like Disney's streaming service gets crazy I don't know <laughs> but, yeah. I could see that right now like what if you were the narrator yeah, of a Deadpool story exactly like, you, could, you could like say things and he would react to it and it would still be like a solid piece of uh, like a movie yeah but it was like you're interacting with him as he's going along and doing his thing yeah like that'd be totally manageable easy to do yeah. on their part but um so really cool. I, I think that they will play with it I hope that they do play with this because I there's so much potential here yeah right now the it was executed as a bit of a gimmick mm-hmm. but it, it can be more I think and 
the the only real like I have a bad taste in my mouth because of how many times like I did an ending and it was just so unsatisfying and I had just rage quit essentially this movie <laughs> I rage quit a movie never thought yeah. I'd say that um, but there is one decision back way at the beginning of the movie that I do want to kind of explore how drastically it changes it because I feel like it would and that is the decision to do it on his own. Mm-hmm. Because I, I picked doing it on his own much too, Enrique's protest, because Enrique was with me. Really? When the I first started. time he did it. I did, yeah. I did Interesting. Do. Okay. Uh, I, w- I just wanted to cause chaos, essentially, at yeah. the beginning. Game over, man. <laughs> well, it doesn't really make it like clear that that's the outcome. When he said, it's like, yes or no, do you want to work with us? When he said no, it didn't really, I didn't like make the connection like, oh, no means I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. No meant like just, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to work with you at all. Yeah. So that that's the decision that I made that one time. And I feel like that kind of changes, that fundamentally changes the direction it goes. You have to make that decision yeah. to see anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I'm, I'm interested to go back and change that and see what happens oh, from there. No, oh, no. Most people, like when I saw that decision, I was like, well, after, okay, so when you hit yes, yeah. it basically, he works for him. And it cuts to five months later. It immediately cuts to five oh, months really? later. Oh, really? To when the game comes out. And they say, I think they say no stars because they the announcers announce, they say like, oh, yeah, the game was rushed. Uh, it's very short. Zero out of five stars. Wow. And then he says, I'm going to go back. So you can't pick yes. That's more or less. That's it, so it, disappointing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that pisses me yeah, off. Yeah, I know, right? That pisses me <laughs> off even more. I'm never watching this again. Screw yeah. this. Um, I'm never playing this again. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, um, you can't make that decision. It ends the game that, immediately. That sucks. All right. Yeah. I'm Let's, sorry. I do just... you have anything else? Do you have anything else for rate this or thing? Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I feel. That, yeah, no, I feel like I just knocked it down. Like yeah, you, you just like so many points. Disappointed me. Are yeah. you not entertained? I wasn't. I was like, because <laughs> you weren't entertained. That that's well. It's I saw it as I like, was entertained until the end. Yeah, like that. The fact that you can only really make the no decision if you make yes, or if you say yes, it's like kind of teaching the viewer this is what can happen. Like this is what you're shooting for. Mm-hmm. When you say yes, he works with them, and then he sees the television, which is kind of like the game. Like mm-hmm. the end of the game or end of the thing, they rate the in game game mm-hmm. thing uh however many f- stars out of five and mm-hmm. it's like you're shooting for five stars mm-hmm. and so it sort of like explains that premise to the viewer mm-hmm. and it's like okay now that you know how to do it go back and, yeah. and try it again yeah so like it's essentially you know you make yes and they're like well that's not really the best decision and they say go back and do it again mm-hmm Interesting. So pretty much everybody that I know hit yes the well, first time. Sorry, I'm a rebel, I guess. I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, that's how I was trying to play it after that point. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, apart from some really just insane sequences that I did just enjoy, the fact mm-hmm. that they happened, like the sequence, the drug sequence, the yeah. <laughs> insane fight sequence that is uh, after the Netflix line of decisions. Yeah. Um, b- beyond that, I, I, I think it's just, it's so bland and like, I, I hate to say like, I feel like if I give it like around a five, that seems like, that makes it seem like it's like so middle of the road, but this is hard to say it's middle of the road because it's so unique. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like there's some good parts, there's some bad parts and 
it's an ending that's just unsatisfying. So it's probably going to be even lower than a five. <laughs> I'm giving it like a four point five. I, wow. I, I'm I'm just I was so disappointed by, and I'm really it left was left me with such a bad taste in my mouth, honestly. Mm. Just because, like, I think the last ending I ended up pick, the last ending I ended up getting was after he kills his dad, mm-hmm. and then he like goes to prison, and the game never came out, and I was just like, <laughs> the, this is like the ultimate, the ultimate, just ending. Yeah, like that. That was, and I was like, all right, now I'm just done. <laughs> I yeah. literally uh, go to credits. That's what I would dig next. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was so disappointed by this. But there's so so many cool ideas that it's hard to, for me to rate it that low. But, you know, what about you? Um, I'd say, well, I, I, don't, I don't feel like, like, it's easily for a black, it's for Black Mirror, this was, I'm just like, wow. You thought that this was, you know, up to your standards in terms of, like, what you're saying? Uh, that, that surprises me. If it wasn't a Black Mirror, I'd probably rate it a bit higher. Mm-hmm. It wasn't associated with okay. Black Mirror. That's interesting. Um, I'd say it's like a six. I mean, it's a good effort. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's so cool that, like, I, again, I have a, such a hard time rating it low, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, I feel like the uh, the announcers at the on the TV at the end of some of the endings where it's like, you know, good effort, must try harder, I think is what one of them would say. <laughs> so, yeah, gave it a six. Yeah. Yeah. You can do better, I think. Fair enough. I have failed you. The, yeah, Black Mirror has failed. Me, yes, think, exactly. This. I don't know. We're being really mean. Uh, I, th- I think. I, I, I know. know. I feel like I, I feel like it was generally well received. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm sorry that this is the review you get, but I you mean, know, like, I'm just telling you how I felt. Like I was so annoyed by this thing by the time I was done. I mean, and anyone anyone like, who's played like an actual like RPG, like mm-hmm. I played Fallout New Vegas over the summer, and it's just like it's so much better like <laughs> the choices you can I, I, i'm not gonna get into that but like yeah. there there's really not much depth in the choices mm-hmm. yeah. yeah all right uh well i have a feeling the negative negativity is not going to stop here no, because you saw a movie that uh honestly i was <laughs> i was looking forward to seeing this movie because yeah. of the trailer <laughs> Because I, I I I don't know like look it looked like a fun time but I yeah. guess uh, it it's not <laughs> tell me about it Escape Room all right so Escape Room yeah <laughs> basically the first plot. January movie of the podcast yes first January wait did it come out yes 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 it did um, so basically the plot of Escape Room is it's like Saw <laughs> instead of traps they're puzzles and just like Saw if you know or unlike Saw there's traps instead of or, excuse me like Unlike Saw, oh God, I'm having a hard time here. Um, <laughs> instead of like death, deathly traps, it's like deadly puzzles. So if you don't solve these, you know, puzzles in the vein of like an escape room, like if you've done one of those, mm-hmm. you'll kind of, you pretty much get it. It's just stay an, an escape room with high stakes. And I mean, it's pretty funny. Like <laughs> a lot of the I don't lines, think that's what they were going for. <laughs> no, they were going for a pretty serious movie. And I was just like, I like I'm the kind of person who, you know, if something like like they gotta if if they don't hit like the right cues in certain things, I've just I laugh. <laughs> like I laugh very easily in these kinds of movies. Like I, I don't know what it is. And I just kind of like put my hands up, like, what was that? A lot in this movie um a lot of the lines and a lot of the delivery is pretty you know cliche i mean well i I wouldn't say it's cliche it's it's you know it's done well 
but it's not done interestingly. Um, all the characters, or the characters that they introduce you to in the beginning, and they introduce more later on, they're all kind of down on their luck, more or less. They've all survived something, which is um, sort of a, a, a theme in the movie, or not a theme, it's like literally stated, we picked you for this reason. Um, uh, so they go through these escape rooms, and they're all sort of themed about uh, around the things that they've survived, Mm -hmm. And some of them for p bad reasons, like one's a soldier and she was like the only survivor in like an IED attack or something like okay. that. And she's actually plays by, uh, played by, um, Deborah Wall. Yeah. Karen from Daredevil. Uh, so she was, you know, is she good? She's okay. okay. She's okay. She's very similar to Karen from Daredevil. <laughs> um, yeah. a little bit more, you know, bland, <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, she's probably, I feel like she was the bigger star here. Um, but I would say the main star of the movie are the actual escape rooms. Mm. Or at least that's what they're trying to sell you on. So <laughs> you go into a movie called Escape Room, you're like thinking, well, I'm going to see some cool puzzles. I'm going to see some interesting things and be like, oh, that's cool how they solve that. And now, like, the, the puzzles are either insanely easy and I solved them, like, the second they presented them. <laughs> Yikes. Or, um, like, in my head, I'm like, well, that's the answer. <laughs> um, or they go through them so quickly and go to, like, uh, you know, they're, like, moving through these so fast. They're like, wait, how did you get to that point? <laughs> um, and, like, like the people, whoever design, like, you know, escape room design is, like, a thing. Like, people mm -hmm. are, you know, they hire people to design escape rooms. And these aren't good. These are not well-designed escape rooms. Like, I've done a couple myself, and in a normal escape room, every, like, thing in the room is more or less, like, has to do, is like a puzzle. Like, you've got to find one thing that helps you unlock this lock, mm -hmm. and that, like, that's one piece of another piece. And I like escape rooms. Yeah, escape rooms are fun. This made me want to do an escape room, but, like, I feel like I could do this one no problem. <laughs> um, like, there'll be, like, one room, and they have to find a key to the door, and the key is just like in a bag in the corner. And it's just like so anticlimactic. <laughs> like, why is that? That's really disappointing. Yeah. And there was one. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I kind of want to spoil it because one of the clues was so obvious to me. They're in this log cabin in like this cold area. Like the escape rooms are like literally all over the place. There's one that's in like Is a it bar. like supernatural? Hmm? Is it like supernatural? Because... No, it's like super high tech oh, okay. sort of thing. Like, like yeah, I think I remember that think, from the trailer. Yeah, yeah. There's one. They're in a log cabin, and they're searching around. They find one key just in the corner, and they unlock the door. And then the next key to that door is like a word combination. I think it's like nine letters. Maybe it's seven letters. I don't know. Um, and uh, they're like, well, "Well, shoot, we need a seven letter thing." And they're like, "Look at that on the wall." And on the wall is like a cross stitched thing. You know, it's like home sweet home. Instead, it says you'll go down in history. What what what, what do you think of when they when they say that? It's like a log cabin. It's cold. You'll go down in history. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go. <laughs> just go for like, it. I, I'm not in that thought, mindset. <laughs> what they thought was, oh, history. Uh, a president. What, what presidents have nine letters or seven letters? And then they go in, and then they like one guy notices on the side of the wall a bunch of like. Antlers, <laughs> and now you're thinking, oh, it's, it's Rudolph. <laughs> like, 
Like, that's what I thought when they said, you go down history, like, yeah. oh, Rudolph. But, like, that's not a significant, like, that's not an actual, like, yeah. escape room thing. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I could go, like, the reason it's Rudolph yeah. is because when this guy was, you know, when he was, the thing he survived was being drunk and driving around with his friends uh, during Christmas time. And they, like, had, like, a fatal car crash, and they were singing mm -hmm. Rudolph, and they all <laughs> died except for him. And so he's like the one who solves it. And yeah. It's sort of him like overcoming something. Yeah, yeah. More or less. Like, yeah. I don't know why they wanted, like, they made the certain questions solvable by certain people. And mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. Like, one guy drowned, and there's a sequence where there's like all this cold water, and, or one guy almost drowned. Um, yeah, Man. I mean, it's all just kind of like, not fun to watch it's, and not particularly interesting. It sounds like it was bogged down by their need to make it all character driven. Yeah. Like, I feel like it would have been more interesting if it was literally just escape from stuff. Yeah, but, but like that's death. like, you have to think <laughs> yeah. that. You have to come up with clever puzzles and clever, like, riddles. Yeah. Like, they should have hired actual, like, escape room people. Oh, that's what it. I was thinking. Like, I was like, this, I feel like this should have been made by someone who is, like, a huge escape room person. Yeah. And I feel like they, it was just, like, an idea that somebody threw out, <laughs> and then, like, so they hired a writer to write it. And then, they, like, you know, there's no guarantee the writer even has done an escape room. Like, yeah. It's actually, there is this kid who's, like, a huge escape uh, escape room fan. Oh, okay. There, actually, there was one character who's basically, like, a dad, and he just kind of goes every, into everything with, like, this, like, gleeful, like, okay, I'll do that. And he's just really goofy. And he was my favorite character. Well, my second favorite character was this kid who was this escape room nerd or whatever. Yeah. And he's like behaving like a normal kid. And then like there's this adult man who is like a, you know, sales rep or something. I think he's like a, like a stockbroker. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And like he's asking the kid questions and the kid's like going off about escape rooms. He's like, what, you've never done an escape room before? To like the guy. And the guy says... No, I prefer having sex with adult women. Like, he just dunks on this kid for no reason. What? And this kid is li like, he's like, have ever heard of, ever heard of women? Ever heard of, like, that? And it's just like, dude, this kid is, like, 17 years old, and you're an adult man with, a, with like, a job, and you're just making him feel like garbage. <laughs> For no reason. What is the script? <laughs> I was I was just like, what? Who are you? This you would be nowhere without this kid. This kid, like, and this kid, he knows he's pretty much responsible for everything that, like, yeah, you know, for them figuring everything out. And it's just like, I don't know. It was needlessly mean, and he never really gets, you know, his comeuppance for that specifically. It's like something else. Like he's just a major douche the whole <laughs> movie, and I was just oh, like. Uh, uh, it sounds yeah. entertaining for all the wrong reasons. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, I don't think they hit the mark. I don't think they got what they were looking for. I, looking at that poster, <laughs> it is nothing like the movie. <laughs> like, that's all really, like, dramatic and, like, it looks like a Saw poster. Yeah, yeah. It's like somebody screaming as they're, like, being crushed or something. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not that. It's, like, All right, what do, you, what, do you, what do you got for it? Uh, it's like a four. Okay. Maybe. Well, that's not even, that's, that's too good. It's like 3.7. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Gotta get it at three. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um, mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah, of course, we're back to me doing the outro. Thanks, Ozzy. Uh, we should. We never even mentioned why Ozzy's not on. He had a bit of a family situation, so uh, be thinking about Ozzy. Um, but it is what it is. I power on without Ozzy for now. Um, and we will hopefully have him back on the next episode. Um, yeah, and hopefully that'll be for Glass, because Glass is this weekend, oh, right? Oh, is it? I oh, think it is. Um, nice. Looking forward to that. that. Ben, uh, I, I believe I even mentioned on the last episode, I've been watching, uh, we watched Unbreakable the other day. Mm-hmm. going to watch Split this week, right, nice. Rike? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so looking forward to watching that again. And then Glass coming up. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Well, uh, Noah, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Noah underscore Rask and uh, on Instagram at Brief underscore Intermission. All right. And Enrique, um, I was going to say where can people find you on Twitter, but um, you still haven't Uh, made your new account, right, Enrique? Once again, tweet at Twitter support. Please give Enrique's account back. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to your account? Uh, so I realized my, like it said I was born in like 1997 or something like that's wrong. (laughs) That's not right. So I go back and I fix it and they were like, according to our calculations, uh, you were under 13 when you made this account. So (laughs) suspended. They got you. They suspended me. (laughs) And I I sent them a picture of my driver's license. I filled out a whole form and they just like ghosted me. That's so funny. They're like, you thought you could get past us? This, despite being old enough to have a Twitter account now, when you made it, yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. My, oh the my sins gosh. of my past self. Uh, they've come back to haunt you. Um, so really uh, tweet at Twitter support to get Enrique back on Twitter. Yeah. And then uh, DM Enrique on Instagram to tell him to make a new Twitter and stop being stubborn. Never. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456, and make sure you follow us all over social media, all at Screenfells, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel. Uh, that's, that's coming, right, Rike? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the website, uh, where Chucky does some great reviews. Chuck Flicks. There, Chuck Flicks, uh, reviews Netflix movies all the time, and they make a lot of content. So, uh, he has plenty of content to mine from. That being said, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen, rate, review, subscribe, all of it, uh, share. That really would help us out a lot. (laughs) Share the podcast on Twitter and Instagram and interact with us. Tweet at us. Tweet at the show. Do all of that. Talk to me. Not to me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Don't tweet at Enrique. He will not respond because his account does not exist at the moment. Um... (laughs) We hope you enjoyed the show, and um, we'll be back in the next one. Peace.